At Nurse Deck, we give nurses a place to belong. Whether that's the platform to be heard or the breathing room to be accepted right where we are today. Nurse Deck is proud to be built by our collective nurse voice. Our Insider's Perspective interview series showcases the true diversity in nursing experience through individual storytelling. We will hear from professionals from all walks of nursing life, in academia, at the bedside, in the C-suites of administration, and at the forefront of nurse-led innovation. Nurses are strong, but we need each other more than ever. Our stories connect and unite us, and we're thrilled to bring you a new one each week. I'm Jamie Smith, and this is Insider's Perspective of Nursing, the podcast. Hi, everyone. My name is Jamie Smith. I will be your host today on Nurse Deck Podcast, and today we have Sue Derichko. Hi there. Hello. Hi, Jamie. Thanks for having me. Definitely. Look forward to interviewing you. I do as well. (laughs) So to start off, tell us, how did you get started into nursing? Well, um, it was back in 2007. I had already raised my young family to a point of some personal independence. And I did some soul searching of what I wanted to do for a career path. And I have always enjoyed being in the spirit of servitude to others and helping them and nursing seemed like a good avenue to satisfy that desire. I love your answer, being a servant to others. It's satisfying. Yes. I get it. Yeah. So can you tell us more about what you do as a regional health and wellness LPN at Randall Residence? Sure. So Randall is a a very large, small family owned company. And I know that's a contradiction. (laughs) Um, It's large in the sense that we do have 19 communities and growing. Um, It's small and um, family um, run, owned and operated. So it's intimate and um, close. I have the responsibility of supporting 10 of those communities. And there's another um, home office nurse that um, supports the other communities. And um, I I guess in a nutshell, if I had to explain what what I do for those communities and those nursing teams and other departments that interact and, and depend and rely heavily on the nursing team is I understand them. And in that understanding and in seeing them and hearing them and and helping them to feel valued, um, it helps me to coach and to collaborate with them and problem solve, um, to team build, to culture heal and culture build, depending what may be going on dynamically on any given day in those communities, um, mediating those types of things. So those are like the soft sciences, as I like to call them. And then there's the logistical, not so fun stuff. Um, You know, regulatory compliance and, um, you know, staffing in in today's industry and climate. So um, that's pretty much what I do. That's awesome. And I can relate to you with you on compliance because I do that as well on the side. Right. (laughs) 
So Randall Residence has 19 communities. You said it's family owned and Rand. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So what is your purpose and what motivates you to drive for that purpose? So my purpose overall is to find alignment with my own self. Um, I, you know, my professional career and my personal life um, is probably a compilation of seeking out people and situations and environments and opportunities that help me to find that alignment. It's just my journey through life. That's my purpose. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. Sure. So Sue, we see that you have some volunteer experience. How do these experiences help you to become what you are right now? Um, I guess it goes back into the concept of servitude. Um, and it's also in certain aspects, selfishly motivated, I really value the community I live in and I value my neighborhood and my town and, and my neighbors and my family. So, um, you know, I feel like to, 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 to make it what you want it to be, you have to be an active participant in it. So a lot of my voluntary experiences are community related um, in my city. And I also um, did serve and volunteer on an advisory board at the school I graduated from because it meant a lot to me to um, give back um, to the, the educational body that gave to me and afforded me what I needed to go out and to be a successful nurse. That's awesome. I've I heard you mention that you have a connection with folks. You mentioned active participation, being a volunteer. So. That's cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And that's what it's about. And, and going back to um, finding that alignment with my own self and connecting with my own self, I find that those outside connections with other people, they help you along that path and that journey. Uh, Understanding others helps you to better understand your own self. That is a powerful statement. What, what you just said right now. I agree with that. Yeah. So happiness is natural, as you say. Can you tell us more about it? Well, that's kind of a, 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 a it's simple, but it's, it, it could be complex in the conversation piece of it. For me, it's a simple concept. It, we're designed to be naturally happy. We're part of nature and in nature, you, you can step outside your door and see it all over the place. Um, happiness is is a natural state however as human beings oftentimes we allow our um experience to become a little complicated by those um external factors and those external stressors and if you peel away all those stressors and you know coming down to nursing and staffing shortages and an extended pandemic and all of those outside stressors if you take them away completely and focus on the aspects of life that bring you joy and satisfaction and happiness then you can align back with your natural state of happiness. Um, all of these things come and go. The beautiful thing about life is nothing stays the same. There's no permanence. Um, everything is continually moving and changing. So this too is continuing to move and change. And I choose to put my focus on the things that bring me joy and happiness. And my goal is to help people to do the same. You know, I'm not a Pollyanna. 
and I and I don't suggest that we ignore any of the challenges or struggles that life has, but I'm just suggesting that it's better if you turn your head in the other direction. You don't have to look there. You can choose to look at all the things that are going right, and there's always way more going right. Are you basically saying to our listeners, our viewers, to change your focus, think more about the positive, that external stressors, they happen, it's life. But this pandemic definitely doesn't help. But you're saying peel away the layers. Try not to let those external stressors get in the way and focus on, you know, what makes you happy. Absolutely. Absolutely. You summarized it a lot better. (laughs) No, I love the way you said it. Like, I connected with you there. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Nurse Deck's community advocates are passionate nurses who share their stories with our community and their followers. So apply today to join our Scrub Verified program. You'll work with a community that celebrates diversity and values your opinions. Access support and guidance from other Scrub Verified nurses. Get free Nurse Deck gear every month and become eligible for cross-promotion. There are also opportunities to work with us on a long-term basis by joining our advisory panel where you could influence Nurse Deck's growth and development to advance nurses' well-being globally. Interested? We'd love to have you. Check out nursedeck.com slash programs to learn more. Sue, your positivity is infectious. How do you stay positive and how do you keep your positivity when things are not going your way? So not in a cliche sense and coffee mug and and on every social media site (laughs) sense, um, when I use the term self-care, but I genuinely mean it in a real sense, self-care. So I have identified the practices that work for me and I make a priority to achieve them on a daily. So for me personally, and maybe it's not the same for everyone, it's meditating, it's getting out in nature, it's breathing in the cold air in Cleveland. It's so cold right now. I think we're at 20 degrees today, but I will definitely bundle up, layer up and get out in the air and um, absorb life and nature. Um, I love reading. I love connecting with family and I love laughing. So anything that could bring humor and joy and laughter, I I think it's extremely therapeutic and um, helps you to connect. I think it's extremely important. You mentioned self-care. You have to take care of yourself and what works for one may not work for another, but you mentioned meditation, going outside. Even though it's cold, you get to just take in the cold air, breathe in, breathe out. You listen to, you know, what's around you and it, it helps. Even just a minute for me, I know helps. Yeah, it's it's slowing down. You know, uh, going back to those external factors and stressors, you, you could choose to allow yourself to become really polluted with it or you could choose to set aside some time and just clear the decks. Close your mind, focus on your breathing and let the negative thoughts roll in and let them roll out just as fast as they rolled in and just focus on clearing your mind. Thank you for that. And, you know, sometimes just a minute or two is all you need. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Sue, what are the challenges you've had so far in your profession in this time of pandemic and how do you manage it? 
Well, I, I guess logistically, the number one challenge is staffing and um, discouraging burnout for nurses. And the way I manage it is I do my best to empower the people I work with so that they're better able to align with being motivated by inspiration. Um, to be inspired to do something it really feeds into the calling of being a nurse or a caregiver or anyone in the nursing industry um, to, to have to do something out of obligation. It, it, it has a different sense. So um, what I strive to do is to empower the people I work with so that they have confidence and clarity and know-how, and then they can move through their day more in an inspired way than an obligatory way. I like your response to that. I like how you also mentioned how you like to empower the people you work with, because when you do that, it inspires them, like you said, gives them confidence. And do you, would you agree that it impacts work performance too? Absolutely. Yeah, and, right. and for me, the end game is quality of care, right? And making those connections with the people who we serve and the people who need us. If we come to them as whole as possible, the result is the best quality of care that we're able to give. I love it. I totally agree with that. Sue, do you think that burnout among nurses is a widespread phenomenon? And how would you address this? Absolutely. Um, and you <laughs> We can only address a, a larger problem by addressing ourselves, right? Okay. And if we were all in this might this might sound or be received wrong, but if we were all a little more selfishly motivated in terms of that self-care piece and drawing those healthy boundaries, being able to say no, um, and 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 being empowered that when we meet with each other, the meetings are more genuine and they're whole, you will come to an assignment or a responsibility as a whole person rather than a person who's burnt out and drained and only giving half of what you're able to in your mind and body and spirit. So like it, really, it is that self-care piece of it. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I love how you emphasize the self-care piece. Being able to say no is hard, but sometimes you got to say no. That's it. That's it. You have to say no, because you need to go home and you need to rest so you can come back and be whole on your next shift. I think folks listening to this right now would be like, man, she's right. I need to be better <laughs> at saying no, because it's hard. I mean, as nurses, I mean, we want to be able to do as much as we can. And it's it's really hard. I know for me, it's really, really hard to say no. I understand the the notion of wanting to be many things for many people and almost having a little bit of a, a superhero driven yes. complex and it's it's admirable, but it's a failure every time. That is I love the way you just said that. Love nurse social. Think all your nurse friends should join. Well, you can earn serious points and swag for each one that joins in. You'll get a unique link to share with friends and colleagues and earn rewards once they sign up and verify their nursing license or student ID. It's that easy. Learn more and sign up at refer.nursedeck.com today. 
I love your quote. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. You said being a nurse superhero is admirable, but it fails over time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, for me, and like we touched on, I, you can't be all things for all people at all times. That's an impossible ask of yourself. So it's important to empower um, nurses with the ability to give themselves the permission to understand that they can't do that. And it's okay to say no. And it's okay to have that self-care part or that downtime. It's necessary. I agree. Thank you for that, Sue. So, Sue, how do you see the future of nursing? Are there any changes that you would like to see? How I see it um, moving forward, it, it feeds into what I would like to see. It's it's going to be an absolute model shift. Um, I, I think it was coming pre-pandemic. Pandemic really expedited it. In now, I think every aspect of nursing is going to be reevaluated and restructured, and hopefully for the better. I would love to see nursing from LPNs to nurse practitioners and everybody in between. Um, I, I would like to see them to be. Um, I would like to see them outwardly acknowledged as their own entity. I, I know historically it was always. Um, I. <sighs> I don't want to say it in the wrong way, but it, it was more or less working for someone else and under someone else instead of being represented as its own entity. Nursing is separate from being a doctor and nursing is separate from the administration in their company or in their building. Um, nursing should be seen and heard and valued as its own entity. And then, of course, with that comes fair pay and fair staffing ratios, yes. fair hours. Um, you can't keep asking the impossible of people and then expect them to perform, let alone excel. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I agree wholeheartedly on um, being, you know, when you're paid appropriately, you feel valued. Yes. So, yeah. Absolutely. And you mentioned the model shift, how, you know, to reevaluate and restructure things, nurses being their own entity, LPNs, mm -hmm. the L, you know, to the nurse practitioner, mm -hmm. being separate from like the administration role versus the doctor. So mm -hmm. did I say that right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Sue, as part of a group that builds connection and provides support to our nursing communities, how do you think nurses can benefit from a community like NurseDeck? Well, that kind of feeds into some of my questions about Nurse Deck. Since I am new to the platform and um, I, I did go on the Nurse Deck website and I see that there's um, plenty of opportunity for different discussions and um, networking, I, I would like to know a little bit more about Nurse Deck in that regard. Yeah, for sure. It's a place. It's I think of it as a community for nurses. They also have a nurse deck social, which is I was going to bring that up here in a minute. I think that it was like a little Facebook. You can have your conversations. You can ask questions. You can vent. And it's with nurses. It's with people who get it, who understand. So it's a community. Great. And then in my light, just introduction to it, that's how I perceived it, too. And right. I think it's wonderful. Yes. 
So is there a topic that you would like to discuss or address that we have not already? Um, you know, something that's important to me, um, just life-wise, and it definitely feeds into nursing um, as a profession and and day in and day out trying to be successful is communication and language and understanding that everyone has a little bit of a variance in how they communicate and how they say things. Um, I've witnessed oftentimes um, hurt feelings, tensions, unnecessary grievances, just due to poor communication. Um, It's funny, but in our English language, we have about 30 unspoken subsets. So I, I would love to see someone um, kind of pull it apart and present it in a way that makes sense so that we can better enhance communication amongst each other and our teams. Thank you for that. I agree. Sometimes the way people say things, you're right, it can lead to hurt feelings and unnecessary emotions. So being able to effectively communicate makes a difference for sure. Sure thing. Yes. So going back to Nurse Deck Social, I would love to continue our conversation there. So I'd like to chat with you there and continue the conversation. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it with the Nurse Deck Podcast today. Thank you so much, Sue, for your time. You're welcome. Thank you for taking the time. Yes, ma'am. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. This has been a Nurse Deck production hosted by NP Jamie Smith and RN Brianna Kinney-Orr. This episode was produced and edited by Juan Paolo Toison and Julia Taliesin. Join us on social.nursedeck.com to connect with podcast hosts and guests and experience a truly nurse-centered online community. Thank you for listening.